This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. We've had some recent situations that we've observed some behavior that we didn't think was very healthy or positive for the organization. And one of them, it was fairly young company, let's say seven, eight years old, and they were building a team of affiliates and members in the organization. And they offered some higher end mentoring and coaching programs. What we've observed over the years is that people would go into those higher end programs, they would stick around for another year or two, and then they just completely disappear no longer active in the organization. They were all gung-ho at the beginning, and then they just drop off. And I'm sure in volunteer organizations, network marketing, other, other places where people come together, you've probably observed that yourself. The behavior that I've observed in this particular situation that I find disturbing is that there was no outreach from the leaders to the people who faded away or who outright left. There was no conversation or discussion. In my mind, that conversation and discussion could have been eye-opening and really helpful to the future success and sustainability of the organization. Now, granted, if someone's left or faded away, I can understand that the leaders may not really want to hear the answers to why they left because they're afraid of what those answers might be. They don't want to be criticized. They don't want to have done something wrong. They don't want to have practices in place that may be aren't positive or successful. But if they'd asked those questions, they would have found a treasure trove of information. That doesn't mean that they were wrong in every aspect or that because somebody left, it was for a reason that had nothing to do with the organization. So it does, or and I want to add to that, that or the reason that they gave that may have been blaming the organization might actually not have been valid. It might have been more about the person than it was about the organization. But you have to have that conversation in order to be able to start sorting the chaff from the wheat. What's real? What's valid? What is something that we should look more deeply into? What are some changes we might need to make? If you ask those questions and you get some of the same answers over and over and over, then you see where there are problem areas. In a recent podcast episode called The Gap Analysis, I talked about the importance of looking at where you are and where you want to be, and there's a gap. And so what do you need to do in order to bridge that gap? There are gaps in every organization. There have to be because for growth, there has to be change. And so that means there's a gap between 
where you or the organization is now and where you want it to be in the future. So there's always a gap. There's always room for improvement. Sometimes the improvement is a tweak and sometimes it needs to be a huge shift. I still struggle with understanding why leaders of a company or an organization wouldn't ask those questions. Why, why are you leaving? What has changed from when you were enthusiastic at the beginning and now you're not so enthusiastic? Is there something you would have liked to have seen different from us? Were there resources you needed? What would have made this a more successful experience for you? Those are great questions. And the answers would have been just so enlightening. Another company that we observed brought on what we call an integrator. That's from the Traction System. Wonderful book by Gina Wickman. And the integrator, kind of think of that person as the COO, the chief operating officer. That's the person who integrates the three main areas of any organization, whether it's profit or nonprofit. You have sales and marketing, operations, and then finance and administration. The integrator integrates all of those. So this this young company brings in an integrator much needed, and within two weeks, he left, tendered his resignation, and heard nothing from the owner of the company. Not a word. Not even, I understand, thank you for letting me know, and you know where I'm going with this, or would it be possible for us to have a conversation so I can understand why you're leaving? Those questions, to ask those questions doesn't have to be threatening. You still might not want to hear the answer. You might be afraid of the answer. But if you're willing to take that courageous step and ask those questions and actually engage in meaningful, helpful dialogue, then again, you're, it's only going to be a positive result, even if you don't like the answers, even if you have to make some really big changes as a result of some of the answers and the information you're getting, isn't that better than just trying to bury your head in the sand and just keep going on as normal and making no changes? I've always believed that knowledge is power. I'd much rather have the information. Here's a personal example. Uh, several years ago, I had my third of three eye surgeries to try to um, stop some degeneration of my vision. And the third eye surgery, and this was probably over a period of three years that I had these surgeries, the ophthalmologist told me that I would have double vision and pain for about five days. Now, after the first surgery, I had double vision for six months. So 
that was not a pleasant experience at all. I was happy that he gave me the, um, the, the heads up that after this third surgery, I'd have about five days of double vision and pain. And so at least I wouldn't freak out when I woke up after the surgery and had double vision. Well, a week after the surgery, double vision was not getting any better and the pain was just extreme. So I called his office, got him on the phone, and I said, I still have double vision. The pain is still really bad. And he says, yeah, that might last two or three weeks. I said, you told me five days. And his response was, well, I didn't want you to not like me anymore. I am still just flabbergasted by that response. And I told him, no, I would have rather have known the truth because then I would have known what to expect. My expectations would have then been reasonable as opposed to obviously unreasonable. It was unreasonable for me to expect that the double vision would go away after about five days because he did not establish appropriate expectations. There's an episode on expectations too that you might want to listen to. So if you have the right information, you can then take appropriate action. If you don't have the information, then the actions you're taking could be in the wrong direction. Let me give you a good example. So one of our clients had a new employee and she was a rising star. She was a rainmaker. She was going to be the future of this company. And after about a year, she left. The difference in this story is that our client actually had an exit interview with the rising star who was now going to be a rising star at some other company. And she and he asked why she was leaving. And she said, there's no room for advancement here. There's nowhere for me to go up. He hadn't realized that that was important to her. And he also hadn't realized that that was the perception, that there was no way to move up in the ranks. There was, but that wasn't her perception. By then, in this situation, it was too late. She was off to her, her new place of employment. The good ending to this story is they made changes in their communication policies and practices, in their hiring and onboarding, as well as making it very clear what was expected at the different levels of the organization and how one could move up through because they didn't want to make that mistake again where they lost what would have been an amazing addition for the long-lasting success of their company. Don't be afraid to ask questions. If there's a situation that is not pleasant, give yourself a little bit of time to 
get over the, the emotion, the anger, the fear, whatever it might be, and then resolve to ask those questions and get the information. Knowledge is power, and that power is going to help you create a sustainable, successful organization. Until next time, may you thrive.